Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm your host, Stephanie. I'm so glad you're here taking time to be with me today. This is part two of my conversation with Ali Casaza. In part one of our conversation, she talked a lot about money mindset. So definitely go listen to that. She wraps up the conversation here at the beginning of part two. We were talking about writing a letter to money and she's going to build on that a little bit in the first few minutes. And then she dives into mom life mindset. Enjoy. Uh, an ex. Like how would, how would that feel? My letter to money now would read like the sappiest, sexiest love letter of all time. (laughs) But back in the past, oh my gosh, when I first wrote it, when I first wrote that love letter to, or that, that letter to money, it was not a love letter at all. It was hateful and resentful and bitter. Why do you always leave? Why do you always look so good when I'm waiting for that paycheck? And then it comes and you break me apart. I'm so angry. Like I was really free with that and that really helped me. So just some things to get your guys' brain spinning, but I would encourage you to dive into what that looks like for you. Mm-hmm. Great advice. Yeah, that's very practical. And yeah, like you said, people can rewind this, listen a few times, write down notes. Um, I think a lot of this comes back to, and we talked about this last time, really introspecting, like getting to know yourself, getting to know your thoughts because, you know, our mindset, you know, it comes from our thoughts and those thoughts, you know, you think them repeatedly over and over and over. And then that becomes like you're saying this belief and those beliefs keep going. We live it out. You know, that eventually becomes our action, you know, and our behavior is then how we live our life. Mm-hmm. And we all want to live a good, positive joy-filled life. I mean, no one would say, no, I want to be miserable, please. Um, no one's going to say that. Everyone wants to to live an abundant life. Um, if you really, you know, get practical with yourself, like, yeah, everybody's seeking that. Everybody wants, you know, happiness, fulfillment, all of these things. So I think introspecting and really looking at what is your relationship with money? you know, what is your, your mindset? Like, where is your mind at? I love the letter idea. I think that is fabulous. Um, I love Jen Sincero. Sincero, I can never say that right, but I love her. I love her. Um, her books are fabulous and she's so inspiring. And yeah, I just love everything you said. It's super practical. Is there anything else you want to share about money mindset before we shift gears and then talk about, um, mindset in motherhood. The only thing I want to say is like, don't let this freak you out and scare you. And like, it's kind of like this big door you open and then just like all this junk starts pouring out. And it's really easy to just like shove it all back in and shut the door and lock it and never open it again. And I want to tell you like everyone listening, I believe you're here on purpose. I believe it's no mistake that you're listening to this episode. Um, I want to really encourage you On the other side of that scary door is everything you've ever wanted. And it is as close as your next breath if you just believe that and let that be the truth and dig through like the graveyard of all your breakups and arguments and hate toward money. It's right on the other side. Thank you. That's super encouraging. I really appreciate you sharing that. And Yeah. And I think with motherhood too, it can be, you know, shifting gears and talking about our mindset and motherhood. There is so much there. And that can also feel like a big, scary door to open. Um, but I would love to hear you start out with just sharing since you've worked with thousands of women, 
thousands of moms. Um, what do you think are the main mindset pitfalls you see? Like, what are the biggest mindset blocks or, you know, things that you see women thinking and believing that are really tripping them up in motherhood and making their motherhood just not that enjoyable, you know, experience that they want it to be? I think one of the biggest things is um, I've, I've actually been, I'm talking about this a lot in my business lately. Um, I'm recording a class on it tonight. And so it's like right in front of mind, but there's this idea of like, okay, super common mindset is kind of like victim to circumstances mentality. Like, um, you know, sometimes there are hard things we've worked, you know, mothers deal with postpartum depression, um, regular depression, incredible mm-hmm. stress, things that are simply outside of their control. Like it makes sense. I'm not here to say, you know, shame on all of you, like get it together. It's not about that, but we can look at the reality of motherhood and of life and we can choose to have a different mindset. It's all about reframing your thoughts. Everything in life, everything that I teach in business, even like specific strategies, like everything in motherhood and lifestyle strategy there, like everything really boils down to how you're choosing to think and believe life has to be. So most of the time, moms have a mentality of like, I'm a victim to my circumstances. Um, It's hot mess mom culture, right? It's, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, just, oh my gosh, I need coffee. Like, I'm just going to like drink coffee all day until I can have wine later. And then they go to bed and then I'm done. Like, we're basically just like dehydrating ourselves and counting the minutes to the next time our kids are asleep. It's really, I mean, it's really sad. Mm-hmm. And that is like typical hot mess mom culture. That's what it it praises is like we're all in this mess together. It, it promotes camaraderie, but really it's promoting despair. It's a fake faux security blanket masked as camaraderie. And women find that camaraderie in that and they're like, oh, yeah, like I'm struggling too. This is making me feel so much better about myself. But really what they're promoting is despair and dread and stress and depression and the opposite of abundant life. And every single woman listening here, please know that if you've been a part of that, it's okay. But Maya Angelou said, no better, do better. So we're going to do better now. Like you do not belong there. So what's the opposite of this victim, this hot mess mom mindset? The opposite of that is what I call the action taker problem solver mindset. Or sometimes I'll say, you know, the affirmation, you are an action taking problem solving woman, whatever resonates more with you. But it's it's about getting up and doing something. We as moms have ownership over so much more than we typically give ourselves credit for. Yes, there are things that you cannot control. You do not want to be a super anal uptight control freak. freak. Like you don't want to do that. But you do have ownership over things that you're not admitting you have ownership over. If something happens, there are parts of it you can have ownership over and reframe. You have ownership over your mindset, right? Change the way you're thinking about your toddler's meltdown. I mean, literally in the store when they're freaking out and everyone's judging you super hard, decide right then and there to reframe this. Decide to just laugh and leave your cart and just walk away. Like, just go mm-hmm. home. They're tired. Mm-hmm. Like, just let it go. Like, what if we just handled everything differently? Um, and so when we go into the action taker problem solver mentality, it really looks like what is right for right now? Like the like the toddler meltdown example. Like, just go home. It's okay. 
They're tired. They're hungry. They're lonely. They didn't have enough attention. Like they just need something. Target can wait. Go, just go. It's fine. What if you just approached everything like that? When you're so exhausted and you want to cancel that commitment you made, but you feel really guilty, it's okay to change your mind. It's okay to disappoint somebody to take care of yourself. You are an unreplenishable resource. You matter. Like take care of yourself. Back out. Let somebody down. It's okay. Like what if we gave ourselves permission to take the next action step, to solve the next problem in a way that felt really good and not in a self-serving way, like selfish way, but if you're people-pleasing all the time and you're suppressing yourself all the time for the sake of other people, that's actually the most selfish thing you can do because we are doing that because we want to avoid you feeling bad that you disappointed somebody, right? Mm-hmm. So people-pleasing is selfish because you're trying to make yourself feel like you're a good person. And in doing that, you're running yourself into the freaking ground. You only have so many yeses to give. When you say yes to something, you're saying no to something or someone else. Usually it's your mental health. Usually it's your self-care. It's your physical health. It's your family, your husband, your kids, your faith. Usually it's something on your top priority list, right? Mm -hmm. So what if we just thought about it different? What if the action taker, problem solver in us woke up and started making decisions instead of the victim, hot mess mom, oh, woe is me. Like, it's just so crazy. I just can't get it together. I just need them to go to sleep again so I can like just watch the office and like go to sleep and start again tomorrow. What if we woke up, we stood up, we took some freaking action we took ownership for our lives and our days. We spoke the truth of God in us out over our motherhood and over our entire life. And we decided that we get to make the rules. There are no rules except the ones we make for ourselves. And that motherhood doesn't have to look like such a total crap show all the time. That you don't have to finish that errand. You can just leave. You don't have to show up to that mom's group if they're gossiping about their husbands constantly and bringing you down. You can back out. You don't have to be friends with that girl anymore who's super negative. You can, you know, pull back and take control of your time and take control of your mindset and not let her negative-ish leak into your mind anymore. Like you can always take action and take control. And I'm so sad that there's a Halloween costume that goes around every year that's a mom and she's just a complete S show. Like it's mm-hmm. these young millennial girls are dressing up as moms and it's like there's like saggy, no bra, frumpy, like zit cream, curlers. Like this is still the representation for motherhood. Why is anybody purposely even having kids then? Like we have got to change mm-hmm. this for our daughters and for our sons and like for ourselves. This sucks. Yep. It yep. just doesn't. If you believe that, That is what you're going to get. So get up, own your mindset, and decide, those are not the rules for me. This is going to look different. And when I need grace, I take a big scoop full of it. But when I don't, I own my ish, and I take control of my life and my days. I'm not a victim here. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Oh, that was powerful. Preach, girl. Man, that is so good. Oh, I love everything you said. And I agree that you know, we get in this weird victim mentality. And I recently about this with moms, like, wait, 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 you chose to have these children. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. wait a minute, let's take ownership. And, you know, like you wanted to be a mom, like a lot of my friends, you know, you pray for this, you, you've been asking for this, you know, for years. And then when you get there, 
like you always say, you know, you want to just make it to the next nap time or bedtime or whatever. And like, of course we all need a break. Like there's, there's sure, space there's for no that, right? I'm needing a break. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No guilt in sometimes being like, oh, please go to sleep. I'm tired. Yeah, seriously. Um, <laughs> but you know, just in the day-to-day mom life, I've noticed like when I heard that, I forget where I heard that, but someone was saying how, you know, just like really being grateful and like looking at those children and, you know, I prayed to get pregnant for a while personally with my, both my kids. It took us a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know a lot of people have that story. And, um, and so just kind of reflecting on that, that helped me with my mindset personally, like thinking about how hard I prayed for these sweet kids that I have that, yes, sometimes they drive me crazy. Yes. Like I need a break. I'm tired. You know, I stay home with them full time. Yes, of course. Like those things are valid. Those feelings and and those ways we feel, you know, tired, like, of course, mm-hmm. like if we're getting woken up in the middle of the night, like anybody would be tired. Oh. Yes. But I like yeah. the idea of like the scoop full of grace and be like, okay, yes, I'm tired. I woke up three times last night, but what action am I going to take today? How am I going to reframe this and not just like sink into that? Oh, I'm so tired. Well, and that's oh, just I the thing that you just said too. Like, that's exactly my point. If you woke up three times last night, your baby's not sleeping. You let's you have a newborn, you have a colicky baby, you've got a toddler who's scared and keeps waking you up, whatever it is, then the action the next day would be cancel your day. Mm-hmm. If And like, I realize that that's not a luxury everyone has. And, you know, we can talk about that. But if you can, like, don't go to the thing you said you were going to go to. If you can call in sick to work, like, or, you know, schedule out a nap, like do there's something, whatever your job is, whatever, if you're a stay at home mom, if you're a full time, you know, you work at a fast food restaurant or you're a lawyer, like it doesn't matter. There's something that you could do to make that better. There's some action you could take to take ownership of your day. Um, Some people don't have that luxury to call it off. They've got to push through. Okay. But where can you take ownership when that responsibility time is over and you're like back at home or whatever, like in some level different for each person, there is a level of ownership that Mm -hmm. you can take to make that day better. Like sometimes the action is to cancel. Sometimes the action is to back out. Sometimes the action must be to push through. And I've been there. I'm there today. I have my wisdom teeth pulled. My mouth is killing me and I want to go take a nap. But I'm at a point where I'm pushing through today. Like grace would be an excuse today and I could feel it in my bones. I needed to push through and show up where I was asked to show up today. And I'm here and I'm doing it because the action taker problem solver in me asked and I could just feel I'm good. I'm going to take some painkillers and I'm going to show up and have an awesome day at work. Like I reframed it and took action. So it's Mm -hmm. not always to just back out and like use grace as an excuse. Like sometimes you just have to barrel through, but what can that look like? How can that, how can that be life-giving? I have been walking through my office and praying and choosing gratitude and, and giving God my day in between interviews all day long. And I'm having one of the best work days I've had in months. And I could have backed out and canceled, but it wasn't right for me today. So does that make sense how it's like, Mm -hmm. it looks different? Yeah, it looks different each time and for each person. So 
I, I don't want it. I don't want it to be one sided where it's like, oh, if you're tired, like take the action and back out. Like sometimes you just can't and you are like, I'm trying to pay my bills. I've got to make money. I've got to push through. I'm exhausted. Okay, do that. But where can you take ownership of something else? Where can you create space and joy, even if it's small, even if it's just like, you know, as you're walking out to the trash cans on your shift, like you're just spewing gratitude out of nowhere on no sleep with like no coffee or whatever it is. Like, how can you take ownership? There is always a way. And the action taker problem solver mindset believes that there is always a way to make it better. There's always a reframe. There's always a silver lining and she never stops until she finds it. The victim mentality looks for what's wrong, looks for the woe is me situation in every situation. Mm -hmm. Well, and so to wrap up, this is perfect to segue into our action step because I am all there for it. I love giving listeners an action step at the end of most of my episodes, um, you know, something they can put into practice this week. It could be money mindset. It could be motherhood mindset. It could be something else entirely. So what are you feeling inspired to share with the listeners today to, um, to put into practice this week? Yeah, I think just in general, like, look at what are the things in your external reality in your world right now that you have been complaining about, whether you've just been complaining internally or you've been vocal about it to like a spouse or a friend, what have you been like noticing lately that you're not happy with? And then look at that. Like everyone has something like they've just been kind of like, it's been coming up a lot lately. They've been bringing it up and talking and thinking about it a lot lately, whatever it is for you. Think about that and then look internally and ask like, where's the reflection coming from? Where, um, (laughs) I just started playing the Mulan song in my head and I got distracted. (laughs) It's fine. What is that? Like, where is that reflecting from? What is on the inside that is making that your external reality? And that is a really deep question. Spend time sitting in that. Like, take a long, extra long shower tonight and just think about that. Create space to just wonder and also like invite God into that. Ask him to show you. This is a really big step. That question is so loaded. So I would just leave you guys with that, whether you choose for to look at it about money or your motherhood or whatever, like you can apply that to any and every area, but look at the external problem. Ask yourself, what is going on internally? That is a reflection. Like where is that reflecting from? Mm-hmm. Perfect action step. Thank you, Allie. And I just really enjoy talking with you. I feel like the time goes by so quickly. I'm like, whoa, we've been talking for a while. I love this. It's so fun. And I just really appreciate your time. And I know that the listeners love hearing from you too. And how can people connect with you after this um, chat that they're listening to? Yeah, I think the best social way to connect with me is on Instagram. If you just search Ali Casaza, I'll come up on there. Um, But also like go and listen to the podcast. There's so many action steps and episodes there to just help you with your life in general. So my podcast is The Purpose Show. Yes. And I will link to everything in the show notes. And if you haven't listened to her show yet, you guys, she is on fire fabulous. Allie, I love, love, love your podcast. And I am, Thank you. I, I would say a podcast junkie. <laughs> um, and yours is one of my favorites. So yes, definitely go check it out, guys. <laughs> Thanks for being here, Allie. Thank you. 
Okay, thanks so much for listening. I hope this episode just was a big kick in the pants and also a big hug at the same time. I think that's what's so special about Allie. She provides that for people and really for moms, just helping them embrace joy again in motherhood. I just love everything she said and shared, so definitely go check her out. I left the links in the show notes. Have a wonderful rest of your day and big virtual hugs to you. Bye for now.